promise when faith that base gets started, it's going to be impossible for you to just stop it. So tune in now and stop praying. And by the end of the show, I bet that you'll be saying, just tune in now and stop playing. And I bet by the end of the show, you'll be saying, this is the, this is the, this is the realest sports show. Did you stop it with the nying, 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 nying. You started it. I know I started it, but I'ma finish it. Mm-hmm. What's good, party people? We back live in the den, everybody. This is the Real Sports Show, and I'm Mark, aka the Vet. Y'all already know me. Have you goes me don't mind this fool, because you know he always on this shit, and whatever the case may be is. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We live in the den, back in the studio business. Y'all know how we doing it. We kicking this show off live. Huh. So many. <laughs> Can you leave that alone, please, for like 10 minutes? I just can't help it. Can you leave that alone for like at least 10 minutes though? Like really? Help away. Hey. <laughs> See, you're going to be the reason why females don't get in the damn NFL or the NBA. Must I'm going to know my middle name, Mr. Controversial. You know why. Yeah. They, just, just know that you know why they're not going to be in the NFL or the NBA. Man, that's life. If somebody, that, 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 I don't <laughs> care. If somebody get mad over life, you might as well kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just teasing. That's just like your mama talking to you. <laughs> Boy, I take care of everybody. All you hear. All you hear. Womp, womp, Trash. What the hell did you just say? Uh huh. Ah, mama ain't want to do all that. Nah, nah. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? All right, so we're gonna kick off our first topic of the hour (laughs) of the day of the night. Y'all know how we do this midnight, (laughs) yeah, the midnight hour, whatever the case may be. Is all right. Um, so I was I was doing some daily studying earlier today, and um. I was talking to a couple of fans on the uh, no on Facebook earlier, and I was talking to a couple of fans on Instagram and all that craziness though. But I was stopped by, and I got a, a I got this bright question. I got a real good question from a, a fan member that I would not say right now on live on the show right now though. But I got a real good question from him, and the question goes as such: How do you fix a football team? Well, you can't fire the owner. Boom. And that question goes for the Washington Redskins. Boom. I should go for anybody. Well, I mean, it's a generalized question, though. But, you know, how can you fix a football team when you can't fire the owner? I just like how can you mend a broken heart? But you can't. Facts. (laughs) This is facts, though. But... So, to answer this question, or to bring this topic up a little bit, I'll say it like this. From my team perspective, everybody knows we talked about this early on the show. We talked about how Jay Gruden's job was in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. 
and how Jay Gruden should be or should not be fired. And we, I said 60-40 that he should and he should not be fired. But then as this question popped up to me, and as I look back 21 years ago, as Daniel Snyder took over this team 21 years ago back in 1999, the Washington Redskins went 10-6 when he first took over the team. One playoff victory and one playoff loss back in 1999. Nah, nah, nah. Then, after that, it took another five. It took another six years before the playoff run. They had another playoff run. They went ten and six that year. Went one and they won one, lost one. And I believe that year that was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then the Seattle Seahawks. We was playing them. To, to, we was playing that team. Then the next year after that. There was no play. It was a five and eleven season. After that was a nine and seven season. In 07, they won. They lost the playoff hope. Lost the you know lost in the playoffs in the wild card. Mm-hmm. Then the team went on another drought. A lot of four and twelves, eight and eight, six and ten, five and eleven. Went back ten and six again, and lost in the playoffs again. Right. And that didn't happen until twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Then come right back. At a nine and seven season loss in the wild card again, this team has only made the wild card, and we only made one division. We only made one run in the division in twenty one years. We had one win, and in 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 a playoff spot, we're two and five in the playoffs since Daniel Snyder took over. We're one thirty nine to one eighty three in win totals. Versus losses, and since Daniel Snyder took over his team, right. out of twenty-one years on his team, twenty-one years, twenty-one years, man, twenty-one years, twenty-one years, all you hear, pretty much. There still ain't nothing to show for. No, no, not a damn thing to show for. Not a damn thing to say that we were above five hundred. This is not even five hundred football, if you had to say it. Fortune five hundred. Now. We can go back to talk about, you know, when Jay Gruden took over this team back in 2014 when Jay Gruden went 4 and 12. Then the team turned around to go 9 and 7, 8 and 7, 7 and 9, 7 and 9, below 500 seasons. He had two below 500 seasons. I mean, he had three below 500 seasons, one 500 season. I mean, two 500 seasons. Mm -hmm. To sound like to me, Bro, you three and three, and you already starting off this year, zero and three. Zero and three. Zero and three. Now for Daniel Snyder, you've been here twenty one years. Jay Gruden has only been here six. You did fired every coach down the line except for one. Joe Gibbs left after Sean Taylor passed away. He left. You didn't find every coach down the line since coming in here, every GM, every doggone person that came in to help this team out, you didn't fire it. You fired Jim Zorn on the field. Now you're threatening to fire Jay Gruden on the field again if he loses this game. And Somebody you fire his butt. How do you get an owner fired, you may ask? Protest. Stop now, all ticket holders. You got to stop all season ticket holders. You got to put a ban on it. You got to put a, a, at least a protest on the stadium that nobody's going to show up to. Because how does other owners get money? Through other teams. Yeah. 
and through their revenue. How do they get paid billions and billions of dollars? Through their revenue. You got to keep them seats filled. If there is no publicity at your stadium, then there's nothing popping at your stadium or whatever the case may be is. How can you expect other owners to want to come to your stadium or keep you around? Basically. Now, Dan Snyder, you have to go out there. You, you, you have to. It, it's time for you. I think it's time for you to leave. But the only Spending one. Po- is not a sin. No. But the one problem, the one thing that keeps you here, the one thing that has kept you here is you kept the name Washington Redskins going live. You have kept the Redskins name going forward. And a lot of people will hate me for that. A lot of people hate the name Redskins because it is has something to do with Native Americans and all that stuff. I feel you on that. I understand that, though. But since this team is not winning or doing anything, hasn't won a championship since 1991, it's not time for a whole new look. It's not time to change the name. It's about change the name. It's about just a whole new look, period. Yeah, exactly. I think it's time for new ownership. Ownership. New, I, uh, new uniforms. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for a whole brand new look. I think the scene need to come out fresh and brand new. If you, if you want my actual opinion, mm-hmm. stick with the arrow. But that's caused a lot of controversy, too. Not necessarily. Just, just do the arrow instead of using the Redskins symbol. That's true, too. That's, that arrow means anything. But the arrow is used down in uh, Florida. Steve Spurrier was using the arrow from Florida, and Florida got on the Redskins for that one. The Seminoles used that signal. Yeah, the Florida. Well, but you got to add to it, though. It but. Say, or have, like, a little energy. Oh, yeah. That, oh. Washington? No, no, no. no, you can't change the name. Because there's too much pride and ownership in his name. There's too much dignity in his name. There's a lot of things bad about the name. But there's also more promising things about this name, I would though. Say bad about it. It's, it's bad because that's what they use. It's like a racial slur against Native Americans. Yeah, that's facts. It's a racial slur against Native Americans, though. But I guarantee, you if this team was winning championships like the Patriots, nobody would say anything about it. Nope. You know understand what I'm saying? But this team has been going down the drain, just like the Negro League, pretty much. Nobody was saying anything if this team's winning. Just like the Negro League. What was the uh, what was the name of that team? Since you want to be want to go that way. Uh, Look at the bullets. Was it was it New York Black Crackers? Right. <laughs> but nobody had a problem with it with it if the team was winning. But the team was losing. So change your name, dog. Y'all lose. Y'all so lose. going back to the original question is how do you get a how do you fix a football team when you can't fire the owner? How you fix a football team without doing that? You, the question, the answer, to the question is you can't. Like I stated earlier today in our last episode, you gotta hold everyone accountable. You gotta start with the top first. You gotta hold everyone accountable. See, if it's like this, the way I see it is, is this: you gotta cut the head off the snake first to fix the body of the snake. Sometimes to, the head of that snake might grow back. But it, it still can move. It can still move, though. The team can still move on without Daniel Snyder. Is it time? The question is, really, is is it time for Daniel Snyder to go and sell his team off? That's the biggest question. You should have been gone, what, 
Ten years ago. You've been here 21 years, and this team has not produced anything. See, this, see, this is a prime example of mixing business with pleasure. What do you mean? Elaborate. Mixing business with pleasure. He's not an actual businessman. Because what exactly are you doing? Business-wise. Nothing. I'm just saying. If it's really time for him to go, I think that the fan base has to show up. Literally, the fan base is going to have to show up. The fan base is going to have to show out and understand that this man here has to go. Everybody's been calling for Daniel Snyder's head, not Jay Gruden's head, really, that much. They've been calling for his head for the longest. They've been calling for Daniel Snyder's head since 2015. If you really want to talk about it, it's been really since 2015. They've been calling for his head. Yeah. 2016, they've been calling for his head. 2018, they was calling for his head. Bruce Allen has to go. Bruce Allen doesn't know. He knows football a little bit, though, but Bruce Allen does not really know as much about football as it is. Yeah, he was, he was put in the field. Exactly. Now, I stand behind my team 100%, just like you stand with your Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. 100%. I stand behind my team regardless of whether we win, lose, draw, whatever tie or whatever the case may be. I stand behind this team 100%. But what I would not stand for is this Pilousness legacy. This and pettiness. Exactly. I would not stand for this legacy to be tarnished due to bad ownership. Bad business deals. Exactly. Talking. But look at Jerry Jones. The Dallas Cowboys haven't made it. The Dallas Cowboys go a little bit further than we do. He sticks his neck out for every his team. I ain't seen Daniel Snyder stick his neck out for his team yet. Because <laughs> he wants the money. That's what he wants. It's not always about the money. It's about what you can get in revenue. Yeah. You the only he man that's money. You the only man I know that wants that doesn't want no part of DC. Then why buy the team? Exactly. You don't want no parts of D.C. This man had the mayor of D.C. had the chance to give you back RFK Stadium where the Redskins was popping off at, the seats was rocking. And when they was winning. And they were winning, exactly. They were winning before he sold the team. Mm -hmm. They were winning. They they weren't that bad before the team got sold. They weren't doing too bad. But you can see the drop-off. You had a one playoff victory in 1999. You had one playoff victory and one playoff loss. You lost in the division in the division game. The team went eight and eight in 2000. They played the Seattle Seahawks. They went eight and eight, eight and eight, seven and nine, five and eleven, six and ten. After that, after that perfect ten and six season, they went above 500. They went eight and eight, eight and eight, seven and nine, five and eleven, six and ten. That's how, it, and it took you until 05 to go 10 and 6 and lose in the division game again against the Seattle Seahawks again. Yeah, other than that, you just, percentage just drops. The percentage does drop. It falls way off. You had one winning season where you went 9 and 7. And I think that's when Joe Gibbs came back in the league. Joe Gibbs was in the league that time, Frank. Then Jim Zorn took over in 09, I think it was, 10 season. Yeah, they changed up the whole scheme. Yeah, it was 8 and 8, 4 12. Jibzor gets fired. Six of ten, five and eleven. Uh, it, it, it just crashed. It crashed. Then ten and six again. Where RG three came in the league after the down the Donovan McNabb era. I think that was the yeah. five and eleven season we went. Donovan McNabb era went down the drain. So you in twenty twelve you got 
a, a young rookie in RG3. With spider legs. <laughs> and this boy could have took you somewhere. You went 10-6 that year. <laughs> exactly. So then you the next year after that, you go 3-13, 4-12. He had baby legs. Yeah, he did, though. <laughs> but, I mean, but it's facts, though. This team has not won anything yet in the past 21 years that he's been here. Yeah, that should tell you something. It's time to get. Let's make some comparison. Because I don't think who else. I think somebody else was going to chop a block. Other teams that had the same situation. The Dolphins. Dolphins ain't been irrelevant since what? Since Dan Marino. Marino. 76. Exactly. Look at the Dolphins. 76 in the snow. Oh, wait a minute. Ben, if you really want to say something, look at the Cleveland Browns owner. The old Cleveland Browns or the new one? The old Cleveland, the new Cleveland Browns owner. Oh. They ain't been relevant since this year. <laughs> Cleveland hasn't had a running attack since this year. They wouldn't do more quarterbacks than anybody else in the damn league. No, actually false. The Washington Redskins wouldn't do more quarterbacks than anybody else in the league. No, I'm talking about in a game. Yeah, that's true too. No, yeah, that's facts. That's facts. <laughs> in a game. That's facts. That's facts. You up, you're fired. Next interception, you're fired. Next, but hurt, you're fired. But like I said, though, this team has not won a game. I mean, not won a has not went to a conference championship game in years. In years, we have been on a 21 year drought. Cowboys has seen the conference championship at least twice since in 21 years that Daniel Snyder has owned the Redskins. The Cowboys have spanked our asses for the longest since Daniel Snyder been in this league. And you know why? Because we only beat him like I think three times. I mean, we beat him twice in one year. Yeah, that's and a rivalry right there. That's it a, is. That's a, that's a, that's a Cowboy in the rivalry. It is though. But this team has not really stuck their neck out and actually won a game yet. I swear, somebody getting paid off when they be playing. I swear they do. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it is. But you call it. But you getting that money. But pocket at it. Your team nothing. But look at look at what he look at what you trying to do now. You trying to fire Jay Gruden now in the middle of the, in the beginning of the damn season. You trying to fire him at the beginning of the damn season? Are you serious? Well, I think he he been wanting him him gone. But who knows? It's up to them. We'll see after tomorrow what's going to happen. I, I'm I'm not afraid to say this though, but I think, I think if you really want to get rid of somebody, if you if you fire him, I think somebody gonna protest. No, ain't nobody gonna protest. Everybody gonna be like, "Yay, you got rid of Jay Gruden." But what about the consistency? Bill Belichick had some losing seasons. Yeah. I mean, not losing seasons like that though, because Tom Brady's been to every Super Bowl. Dan didn't know the man though, but he's lost some games. He's lost some championships. When, when he was when he was suspended, pretty much. Came back. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, though, Bill Belichick has been there for years. Yeah. You know. Um, um, is, uh, Drew Bledsoe. Right. Look at Sean Payton. Been there for years. And you have the consistency with the same person every year. The same quarterback every year. Did anybody give up on Drew Brees? No. Did anybody, after their first Super Bowl, did anybody give up on Drew Brees? Mm-mm. Did anybody give up on Tom Brady? Nope. Did anybody give up on Phillip Rivers, who should have been got gone, but should have been he gone? No, nah, he's eventually got his, his championship. 
He should have been got it, but did he get it? No. He should have got one. Matt Stafford should have got one. I'm just saying, though, has anybody given up on these quarterbacks yet? Andy Dalton is the longest reigning Bengals quarterback that I know right now. Yeah, since, since um, Carlos Palmer. Exactly. And he went to your team. Yep. And retired. And retired. And, but, he's, saying, hey, he's, and he's still with the, with the team. But like I'm saying, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is this. To say that, to be saying this. I think Daniel Snyder's been here too long. Time for you to go, boy. I think it's time for you to go before you fire Jay Gruden and see what we can do. I think it's time for you to say goodbye and farewell to ownership after 21 years of a losing of a losing season because you can't produce anything. You're not producing. For the last time I heard, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't. If you knew what you were doing, you brought in some talent. You brought in some talent. You didn't know what to do with it. You letting the talent run all over you. You letting the players basically run all over you. And it's like you have no control of this team. Mm -hmm. You have no control over the team at all, period. So what are you what are you here for? What are you really what are you really here for? Here for show and tell. Show and tell. I got some show and tell for you. When they standing outside the gate booing you. Every time you come on the premises, every time you come up to the plate, they booing you. Redskins fans are booing you. Uh, it's time for a change in Washington. It's time for it's a change. It's time to hear that pop. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the change in D.C. And I think the time starts now. It's time for a new change. Big time. So, oh, and, and add that up, though. Let me let me let me break this down to you, y'all. I I, I equivalent to do this, to say this part right here. You said equivalent. <laughs> yeah, equivalent to this. <laughs> when you standing, when you have a long standing problem, look for one thing that has been the whole there the whole time. If your roof leaks, don't go check the basement. Oh, I'm gonna check the basement. I, I'm going to look under the stairs. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to go check the basement. I, I don't see the leak under the stairs. Right. I'm going to go check the basement because of the fact that the, the roof is leaking. Roof leaks under the basement. Right. <laughs> so you to say that, it's like saying this. I'm going to blame the team, but I ain't going to blame the owner. So basically, my house is on fire up top. Right. I sprayed the basement with some water. Right. Pretty much. <laughs> so I'm going to clear out the basement with water. I'm going I'm, I'm to spray the whole basement with water, but the fire is still up top. <laughs> I'll be down there swinging it down. So, so here's an example. Preston Smith had four sacks all last season, right? Oh, with Washington, right? Right, right. He already has now four and a half sacks with Green Bay right now. Mm. Four and a half sacks already. That's a major improvement from last season. Yeah, it is. A major improvement for last season. You're not utilizing your players the right kind of goddamn way. No. You're just not utilizing them the right way. No, and then you wonder why they leave the team and go somewhere else and show up. A lot of players have. I think, I, I, I say the this. Exactly. Got a ring in Denver. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, people like... Um, I guarantee you if Josh Norman went back down to Carolina, Carolina have the best defense in the damn world. I guarantee their defense will show out. 
No, I don't. Because you're letting the boy play. Yeah. And everybody knows that if you let this team play, even the referees got to let the teams play. Some of the stuff is not on the players. Some of the stuff is not on the is not. It's on the coaches. It's not even on some of the coaches. It's referees sometimes too. You're not letting these players just play. Yeah. Some things you can call foul uh, penalties on. Some things you can call whatever on the case maybe is, but but it's allowed to miss calls and unnecessary calls. Exactly. Thirty penalties in one game though. Yeah. But like I said though, and I'll say this again, I think it's time for him to go. I think it's time for him to say goodbye, and let somebody come in here Pack and your bags get going. And, and, and it's time for you to go. It is seriously time for you to go, and it's seriously time for you to get it on out of here before this team goes in the dirt even more. Mm-hmm. Get, get, get going. And get us out of this quagmire, because we've been in the quagmire situation for the longest time frame. Yeah. So, all right, everybody. Because at the end of the day, everybody going to look at it from the, from the head on. Like, okay, if it ain't the team, if it ain't this, right on up, right above them, you'll see the problem right there. A lot of people already know that. It, they do. And they're not calling for it right now. They're not calling. I think we're the actual first ones to actually speak about this one. We are. We are actually kind of like the first people that's actually talking about the head of the snake. Mm-hmm. The snake starts with the head and it goes down to the body. If you get rid of the owner and 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 this fake general manager that you have, which is Bruce Allen, let him walk and take his bags and pack his bags up and go <laughs> to. I think you will see some changes. Change. You will see a change in 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 this in this organization with the players they on the field and everything else. Change. Now, to shift gears here a little bit, everybody, we're gonna shift gears. That was our segment on. That that was a little segment. Now, I did say we were gonna mention Dwayne Haskins. We're switching up the segment here to go talk about Dwayne Haskins. It's been a lot of football talk about the Washington Redskins is there right now on the scrutiny block. There's a lot of scrutiny in Washington, so. Scrutiny. The question is. A lot of ball socks. (laughs) So the question is, is this. After this game, after this play, should De- should Dwayne Haskins actually get a chance to play in his very first game against the Patriots? Yeah, you should you should be ready to get one, but he said he wants to sit. But if you know, Colt McCoy is not ready to go, yeah, I don't think he's still healthy. He's I don't think he's, I don't think he's even clear to clear to come back. He's not yet. So, oh, then she's, there you go. Trying to kill that, trying to kill the man. Oh, man down. Now, I mean, I'm not saying that so Case Keenum. man into. But, but wait a minute. But wait a minute, though. But wait a minute, though. Here's the thing. Before I even say that part, though. Case Keenum has not been playing that bad at all, period. He had one bad game where this offense has not been running the ball a lot, lady. You have not been taking the pressure off the offense, off the quarterback a lot, lady. You have not been. You have not taken the pressure off this offense, I mean, off this quarterback at all. Period. So going forward, how do you get the pressure off this quarterback? Run the ball, yeah. get the pressure off the quarterback, and make sure that, that that at least you can, if you can run the ball a little bit more, then you can do some. You can do a little bit of things. If you can't run that ball 
Or if you can't do take the pressure off the quarterback, the quarterback is going to fumble. Fumble. He going to away. He, interception. It's, it, it, it's going to look like Monday night. Now, if you're saying that that's the case, maybe it's, you're going to get Dwayne Haskins hurt badly. Yeah. You're going to get Dwayne Haskins hurt badly. Beyond badly. And and that ain't even a joke. You're going to get this boy hurt badly yeah, in a game. Yeah, you're really going to have some beef. Right. Right. And then it's going to really be time to move on from him and actually, it's going to be really time for the move on for Jake Gruden. But like I said, though, before. Your name going to be the player herder. <laughs> but like I said before, though, I think it's time to get rid of Minuski. But that ain't the question right now, though. Get rid of the whole staff from starting new. Yeah, that, that, that's true, too. But that ain't the question right now, though. That's not the topic right now, though. The topic is, do y'all think Dwayne Haskins should even be on the field right now? No. I don't think so, neither. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't think so, neither. But that's the question of the hour. Everybody wants Dwayne Haskins to start right now, though, but it's not his time yet. It is way out of his time, though. So, everybody knows what we're going to do right here. We're going to switch gears up a little bit more. Switch, switch, switch. We're going sh- to shift these gears. <laughs> Shut up. We're going to shift gears. Shut up, fool. Shut <laughs> You know what? You know what? You, I told you go get us. You go get us thrown off the air. It's time. So week one. I mean, we're gonna do a little bit of week four prediction. Predictions. We Not already prediction. seen prediction. So we've already seen Philadelphia and the Green Bay Packers game. Philadelphia took that game thirty four twenty seven. On Thursday night, uh, that was a very good game, very good shootout <laughs> in that game. Yep. So, um, Dallas and the New Orleans Saints have the Sunday night kickoff this year. That should be interesting, though. I'd like to see what, how Teddy Bridgewater do about this one. I really have to see what kind of offensive scheme they're going to run against Dallas in this game, mm-hmm. though, with Dallas being their passing attack. And that Teddy Bridgewater hasn't been a starting quarterback since he left kind of in Minnesota. Yeah, but he showed up last week, though. In a sense, though. But we're going to run down the list. So, we're going to start in Cleveland. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. Against Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got Lamar Jackson going for another 300, four touchdowns. I got Lamar Jackson going 420 yards, four touchdown passes, no interceptions thrown in this game because I don't think he's going to get pressured at all in this game. I got Baltimore winning this game at least 35 to about 17 points in this game. Okay. 35-17, that's my final score. And Baker Mayfield will get hurt. I don't think Baker Mayfield is going to get hurt, though, but I really think. Watch, he's going to get hurt. He's not going to get hurt. I'm calling it. (laughs) You better not call it. I'm calling it. Say no. (laughs) Baltimore wins 35-17. That's what I'm calling my final score on that one. All right, moving on to Kansas City and Detroit. Kansas City. Kansas City going to win 45-7. If Matt Stafford plays, it's going to be a good 45-7, that's what I'm calling. 45-7. Throw the damn towel. Throw the damn towel. 21-14. 45-7. 21-14. 45-7. Tyreek Hill ain't been. 45-7. Throw the damn towel in. I'm just letting you know. Throw the damn towel. 45-7, Kansas City. Okay. 
That's what I'm calling. Oakland and Indianapolis. Indianapolis coach. <laughs> Oakland wins this game 24-17. I'm going coach by seven. I'm going with I'm going with Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders because I believe in John Gruden. I believe in the system of John Gruden. What system? <laughs> Look, I believe in the system. If you don't believe in the system, trust the process. What process? That, that Derek Carr is going to go out there and show out against the Indianapolis Colts. They're going to get their second win. So, he's going to be relevant in this game. 24-17 final score. All right, we're going to move on to Tampa Bay and the LA. Redskins by seven. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We ain't going to that game just yet. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. Wait a minute, because <laughs> that's the battle of a, that's the battle of your lifeline. <laughs> you ain't got no lifeline. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because if you lose, all you gonna hear. That's the battle right there of career on the line. That's the battle. If you lose, you lose your job. So pretty much pink slip match. Pretty much. So wait a minute. Before we get to the pink slip match, because that's what we're gonna call this, the pink slip match. Tennessee versus Atlanta. I like Marcus Mariota. I think he's a good player. I Atlanta think he's a good by, quarterback. I'm going Atlanta by. But I do not think they're going to pull out this game at all. Atlanta period. by seven. I think Atlanta by three. Because I like the Tennessee Titans defense. I think they got some high talent on defense. And they can get pressure up the middle. All right. So I'm going with Tennessee. I'm going with Atlanta by three in this game. Two undefeated teams playing. Oh, we're going to get to that in a minute, too. Oh, that's going to be a whole good game. Right there. Which one? Patriots and Bill Buffalo. Undefeated. Oh. Well, y'all already know who I'm going with. Patriots and Buffalo. I'm going with the New England Patriots because you never can count out Tom Brady at all, period. Tom Brady is the greatest. He's the GOAT for a reason. So, if I had to pick yeah. any, he's the GOAT for a reason. So, if I had to pick anybody to win this game, it's going to be Tom Brady. Tom Brady leaving gonna, Buffalo. It's going to be a good game, though. Tom Brady leaving Buffalo, 35. 99-0. <laughs> Look, 35-14 is the final score of that game. 35-14. All right, moving on to Carolina and Houston. Carolina's playing without um, Cam Newton in this game. I'm going Carolina by seven. I'm going with the young stunner. I think Houston can win this game by seven points. I'm going Carolina. I'm going with Houston by I'm fourteen. Going with the rook. I'm going with Houston by fifteen by fourteen points in this game. I think it's going to be twenty-one seven in, or I give it even better. I say 21-10. 21-10. Houston wins this game. Okay. All right, L.A. and the Dolphins. L.A. Chargers by thirty. Chargers by forty. Fifty-eight zero. I'm calling. Uh, damn, I was at least gonna give forty-two seven. Damn, forty-two to seven. I mean, at least they score some points in this game. I mean, they played against this. Is the only team that the Dallas Cowboys, the only team I know that are so happy that they beat the Miami Dolphins, a team that they, that gave up on themselves a long damn time ago. They still praising that team. Yeah, look who that quarterback is. Pretty much. So if anything, I'm going with LA. They go. Yeah, y'all kept one. Yeah, y'all kept saying. Why did y'all get rid of him? It shows he's some garbage. Pretty much. All right, so, pink slip match. Pink slip match. Washington Giants in a pink slip match. Winner takes all. 
matchup. The thong on the pole match. <laughs> Pretty much. Jay Gruden's career is on the line in this game. Jay Gruden is either getting the pig slip or he's going to win his first game this season against the New York Giants. And then they're going to lose. And then we'll move on yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll move forth to the Patriots later. Uh, mm. we'll, we'll talk about the Patriots later. But Jay Gruden got to get his first win against the Giants this game. And they got to come out blazing glory in this game. So I'm going to go with the the Redskins winning it by at least three points in this game with no Saquon Barkley, no Eli Manning, who's been carving them up for years. No Eli Manning, but Daniel Jones, young rookie quarterback in the pocket. I think this team, if they play Giants some. By three. Now I'm going with the Redskins by three points. I'm going with Giants by three. You going with the What makes you go with the Giants by three? Uh, it's a pretty good match. <laughs> it, it, it's a pretty good match. So, Giants by three. How you can you pick the Giants by three? Cause I like the Giants. Because at the end of the day, here's we seen what one game, one game with Daniel Jones actually do. Now let's see what he can do now if they actually put the pressure on him. Washington Redskins put the pressure on Daniel Jones and see how he come about. You know what I'm saying? So, but I like the factor of I want to see if, like you said, I want to do see that pressure though. I want to see if they can get pressure up the middle. If they could pick this boy off at least twice in this game, because only turnover that this team has had on defense came from Monday night, and they still lost. <laughs> and guess who got the pick? And they got cheated. But guess who got that pick, though? Uh-huh. Josh Norman. Josh Norman got that choice. Josh Norman took the first pick of the game. I mean, took the, the third, fourth pick of the game. <laughs> but the first pick for the Washington Redskins. I'm going with Washington Redskins by three in this game. I think Jay Gruden saves his career by three points in this game. It comes down to the field goal kicker, and he puts it through for the uprights. We shall see. One o'clock game. We'll be glued to the TV. I call it the pink slip match. Uh, it's winner take all, pink slip. And I'll be walking to the, uh, the store tomorrow, so yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a, 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 a chance on this game. I'm taking it by three. Three? Okay. All right, moving right along. Tampa Bay versus the L.A. Rams. Rams. I'm going with the Rams. Rams by 17. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, can you get Tampa Bay any life? <laughs> 21-14 Rams. Mm-hmm. Okay. 21-14. I think that's a fair even score. Moving right along to your favorite team of all time, friend, the Battle of the Birds. Yep. Seahawks versus the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going my team by three. By luck. Your team by three by luck. By luck. What makes you say that? Going by luck. I mean, we're playing good, but uh, if Kyle Murray slow his little butt down, We'd be all right. It'd be consistent. We'd be all right. But y'all don't get off to a first-half start. No, y'all play in the second half, though, really. Because he's a speed demon. Okay, and? No, like a legitimate speed. That's, why, that's why you make mistakes. Okay. You make, you make mistakes, and you can get people on the points. But we shall see what happens tomorrow. I think the Seahawks, because this is the battle. Come on, man, Brett Hurley, yeah. But this is the team. This is the this is the battle I've been waiting to see though, because everybody's gonna be comparing him to Russell Wilson anyway. So I want to see how them two can fare out against each other. Let's see. 
I'm going with. It's gonna be a good game, though. I'm going with the Seahawks by seven. It's gonna be a good game, though. I think y'all take another L. Hey, at least we take that. Oh, and three and one. <laughs> exactly. I think I take another L. So, anyways, moving on to another division rivalry game coming up this week. But I tell you what, did it let Fitzgerald get out? Was it? Yeah, pretty much. So, here's another division game coming up this week. A big division game. Minnesota and Chicago. Chicago just came in off a win streak. And now they're back on a win streak. They're now on a win streak now after beating Washington this past Monday night on primetime TV. The Bears have woken up and now they're going to do some damage this year. Um, I'm going Bears by... I'm going with the Bears by 14 points. I think Trubisky is ready. I'm going Bears by three I'm going with Trubisky by seven, by 14. Bears by three. I'm going with the Bears by 14 points at least in this game. 14 points. That's it. Period. 14 points. I think they get off to a, a shaky start. Minnesota goes out there and score. And I think it's going to be a shaky start, but I think the Bears can put it off by 14. Okay. All right, moving on to Jacksonville and Denver. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Did we ever talk about Jacksonville and Denver? No. It's going to be a low-scoring game. What you mean, low-scoring game? 10 nothing. For who? Broncos winning. 10 nothing. You must be tripping. 10 nothing. That's how I'm going. You must be tripping. It's going to be a low-scoring game. You must be tripping. If you talk about low score game, you talking about seven to three or ten seven or ten nothing or or, or, or at least seven <laughs> three of a final score three zero on a final score. That's a low scoring game. That's a pretty high score game. If you got no, ten low scoring game two nothing, huh? That's a low scoring game two nothing. That's a sack. Hey, yeah. safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody hey. scores after that. Hey. I mean, it, it's fun, it, it's amazing what these teams can do nowadays yeah, now. Because it's fantastic. Now, they don't have Nick Foles starting out there now. <laughs> injured. He got injured. Like I said at the beginning of the season that he was going to get hurt. Oh, well, then he, I mean, he did get hurt. He got hurt at the beginning of the season, but, you know, it is what it is right now. I think, I think. Jacksonville kind of takes this game because Denver's defense has been suspect lately. I don't hear everybody's defense has been suspect lately. It's been a lot of defenses that's been suspect, a lot of open field passes, a lot of everything yeah, been going everybody, on. Everybody, defense is not even up to grabs this year. It's just all offense this year. Yeah, pretty much. I think it's all offensive movement. So, if I had to pick, I'm going with the Jags by three points. Okay. 13-10, Jags. If you want a low scoring game, 13 to 10. 13 to 10. That's a below scoring game. 10 9. <laughs> you will never see that in history. You will never see that kind of game in history. That's, that's three field goals. <laughs> you will never get that game in history. I don't even think there's been a game like that before. If it has, you will never see that again. All right, Touch so the Monday night kickoff. <laughs> Monday night kickoff. Picks. Bird Steelers hmm. and the Cincinnati Bengals. And then Dalton has thrown five touchdowns to Mason Rudolph's four touchdowns. Now, Mason Rudolph will be starting <laughs> this game. Well, hold on, hold on. This is the battle of a win situation right here. Yeah, pretty much. But, see, the thing is, why ain't Cincinnati coach on the, on the fence line right now? Why ain't Pittsburgh's coach on the damn fence line Mike right Tomlin? now. Mike Tomlin always been on the damn fence line. But <laughs> that's because, you know, Mike Tomlin, whatever. 
But Mike Tomlin ain't on the fence because he owned three. Doggone, uh, Pig- Pingles coach ain't on the fence line because he owned three. That's probably something we don't even know about. Facts. But look at this. Look at the defense, though. Their defense, Pittsburgh's defense was ranked 30th, 27th, 28th, 26th, and third down percentages, they're ranked 26th. And points per game, they're ranked 28th. Rushing at yards per game, 27th. Passing yards, 30th. And yards per game, 29th. They're ranked below average. If I had to choose, I go Andy Dalton by seven. I see him. I'm going Andy Dalton. By, I'm gonna take seven points too. I'm gonna go by seven points too in the Monday night kickoff game, and I think that they're gonna win this game because they're gonna take it by storm, and I think they're gonna freaking doggone win this game by that many points. Yep, there's a lot of things going on tomorrow too. All the football games, including the championship game tomorrow at three. Oh, yeah, everybody stay tuned. Oh, and Matthew Stafford is expected to play against the Chiefs. Oh, that's going to be a goody, 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 goody game. And for rumors that are updated right now, Jalen Ramsey is traveling with the Jaguars and expected to play in the game. Also, Melvin Gordon is expected to be back in um, Chargers uniform against doggone um, uh, Cam. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. We did. Yes, we did. We did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. No, anyway, no. we'll talk about it in a second. Melvin Gordon. Oh, that's right. We talked about that last night. We talked about that last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Melvin Gordon is expected to play in a... Melvin Gordon is expected to play in a game, in this game, but it's getting limited reps. In the doggone uh, game against in the Chargers game this week, so I'm expected to see him back, and I'm wanting to see him how healthy he can get. Killer Cam hit several. I mean, hit several injuries from a foot from the coaches before week two game. Cam Newton. Is that had, even possible? Yeah, he can hide a lot of foot injuries. He said coach came up to. Yeah, that can cost you your career too. Yeah, it could. He said, Coach came up to me and asked me, are you all right? Are you able to play? And okay, with the okay. Superman title tag, nah, Coach, I'm good. Let me play. He got a big toe, broken toe, Newton blisters. Said, but, but he said, <laughs> but deep down inside, there's the voice that is that was, that was you are hearing. You are not as good as you think you are, but you can keep on getting by. But you can keep on getting by. That's what I've been doing. I've been getting by. Cam Newton has not been healthy in the past three seasons or more. Stop hiding injuries because you're killing yourself. But Cam Newton has not been healthy in a while. I have not seen. I wonder why. I won't be able to stay healthy even if I keep lying to myself about my injuries. He lied to everybody about his injuries. (laughs) He lied about his shoulder, probably. He lied about his foot. So what else are you lying about? Have you had concussions last year when you were taking all them headshots that year? (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, though, Cam Newton has not been healthy for a while. I have not seen Cam Newton healthy since this team went 16-0 that year. Yeah, that just went downhill. It went downhill very, very quickly. Drastically. No, actually, they didn't go 16-0. They went 14-2 that year. And they went to the Super Bowl that year. And they got their tails dragged through the dirt that year. Who was able to compete with? 
I don't know who they was competing with. I forgot who they was competing with though, but they got dragged through the dirt that same year though. Because they won the only team that would that went undefeated. The Patriots went undefeated and lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think they yeah. But there's, there hasn't been a team yet to go undefeated except for the Miami Dolphins, I believe they were. They went 18-0. One year. Yeah, that was before we even thought of. Pretty much. But, like I said, though, and I'll say this again. Well, this had to be that year they played uh, football in the deep snow. Pretty much. So when the last time you ever seen, I think they played in Miami, too. Who played in Miami? I think they played, that, no, 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 it wasn't, no, the Super Bowl they played somewhere else. I forgot what it was. But like I said, though, and I'll say this again before, too. This team, Cam Newton is the leader of this team. I have not seen him healthy since he came in the league and since he went to that Super Bowl last. And I have not seen Cam Newton actually do anything as of lately to turn his thing around. You think he's scared? I don't think he's scared. I think he's scared of taking – I mean, if I, I don't think he's scared to play – but I think he's scared of taking injury and headshots like he was that one year. They was never calling anything on the defense. It's the rule of the football game. But he was taking so many shots. Yeah, the say, what was that? Uh... I mean, they, no, they were directing straight headshots on him. As tall the, as he is. Hit him with the longest run job. <laughs> pretty much, he was 6'5". Cam Newton is, what, 6'5", mm-hmm. weighing about 220, 225-ish. And he was taking a lot of headshots that year. So, I don't know if he was dizzy, knocked out, got a concussion, or got anything. He was on a concussion protocol one year. And I mean, one time, one season, then he got off of it. So, what is it in, What is it about Cam Newton that we all fear? Is this a prolonging injury? Has this been going on for a while? Or something you had to answer? What is it, though? Cam Newton has to explain this, though. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're causing your career, not nobody else. You're causing this team a lot of things. You're causing this team a lot of wins. Yep, that's why they benched him and went with the rook. Well, no, he had to deal with this foot injury first. No, they didn't they going to move. Well. If he doesn't deal with this foot injury first, then you can cancel Christmas for this team. Can, cancel Christmas already done. <laughs> Look at Big Ben and doggone uh, the Saints. They're without their best starting quarterbacks. All the quarterbacks that everybody took in Fantasy Football League this year are down. Yes, because I'm mini. <laughs> in the Fantasy Football League, with everybody. The of, I, I got two. So, with the exception of my, my, my three, I got. They're down. I'm down. waiting to see who's next. It's like it's, been a, it's like it's been a quarterback drought this year. And Washington has not taken it yet. Don't drink it. I'm knocking on wood. Knock on wood, as John Gruden would say again, I'm knocking on wood that we don't go to a quarterback drought this year. Because you have three healthy, you have one two healthy quarterbacks, one ain't really healthy, and you got another quarterback that's still on foul, but he's inactive, but he's been put on the disabled list. He's been put in as a restricted, uh, what, he's been put on the de- disabled list. Deactivation list. <laughs> yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. He better put on the deactivation list. He's not playing the entire year. And I want to see that controversy, though, of what's going to happen next year, next season, when Alex Smith does kind of come back and he does play football again. If he does come back and play football again. Yeah, if he decides to come back, but it's up to that league. I think the league is almost getting ready to play. The factor is, is that can he just play on it with confidence? You can play on confidence, but... The only thing the doctor can tell you, one more hit, 
It's Ebertine. Yeah, that's facts too. Ebertine. That is facts too, though. But like I said, though, it, it, it's coming down to seeing what it is. Because the bone can't heal twice in the same area. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. So, moving on a little bit, shift the gears from out of that NFL rush a little bit that we had. Moving on a little bit to NBA. Spolster is to, the Heat is to lock up Spolster for a long-term extension. The head coach for the Miami Heat is getting locked up for a long-term extension. He's been doing great things down in Miami. He's been the longest head coach down in Miami since Pat Riley. So I think this team, same coach, same everything, is going to make a run for it. I think they can. I think they will. Yeah. All right, so here's the real debate here. Here's the real debate here. And I've been seeing this a lot lately. Who is the best team? Nope. <laughs> Who is the best team in LA right now? Is it this is it the Lakers or is it the Clippers? Neither. In LA right now. Neither. The best basketball team in LA right now. Neither. Is it the Lakers or is it the Clippers? Neither. And this is how we're gonna close out our show today. Neither. Why For me, I'm just gonna say neither. No, you got to pick one. Mm, I can't. got to pick, I, I can't pick one. I still got to go. I got to see how both of them progress. Well, one has Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, and I one has know. LeBron James and AD. That don't mean nothing. Well, right now, standing as right now, who do you think is going to be the best team in L.A.? Going with, uh, There are two good teams in L.A. right now. The Clippers haven't been relevant since last year. I mean, they've been relevant, though, in the coming years. They're trying to Clippers be on their own been team. they relevant since they had... Uh, don't Chris say Blake Paul, Griffin. Chris Paul and Blake Griffin. Okay, but yeah, that wasn't. DeAndre Jordan. But they wasn't still that kind of relevant, though, because they still weren't making long, deep playoff runs like they did last. They, they you know, they went up against they went up against this broke-down, beat-up Golden State Warriors team, though, but they gave them some go. So, I'm going to ask again. Who is the best team? No, they went up against Portland. I'm sorry. I think it was Portland last year. Who is the best team right now in in LA? Is it the Lakers or is it the Clippers? My best bet is I think it's a tie. For right now, I think it's a tie because I think that the LA is trying to stack up on players. Be the next Golden State? No, they can't be the next Golden State. Be, be the next Golden State and then lose. They can't be the next go to state because they got two teams with two players that sta- the players that stacked up on both teams. Because right now it's the battle of LA right now. It is the battle for LA right now because the Clippers are trying to take over and the Lakers have been relevant since Kobe Bryant left. Facts. So, what is the deal with that? The Clippers are more relevant than the Lakers are. Facts. And the Lakers have had more drama than the Clippers have in years. Big time. So. Who is the most? Who will be the team? The last team standing. Oh, put it like this: Who will be the the greatest team to show out this year? Ah, that's a good question, though. That is a very good question. Which LA team is going to show out this year? That's a damn good question. I think the Clippers are going to be more relevant than the Lakers are this year. Even with Anthony Davis being on the team, I think the Lakers. You trading on your own team? 
I have to trade on my own team though, because I don't think they got to pull it together first. They have to pull it together first. They had to band together and make this work. LeBron ain't the key. I don't know. I don't like I, I like LeBron though, but I don't like LeBron that much though to be right. I'm gonna say he's not a bad person, but it's just a simple fact that is you trying to give up a lot of people. Why don't you just start from the bottom up? Evolve the people that you got around you first, right? Before you start going out. But you didn't already did. You got rid of three rookies, three youth players that you could have built up on. And watch he show out this year. Who? Ball. Watch Ball show out this year. I know he going to show out this year and get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he going to show out and get hurt. He going to send him some cupcakes. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Said, I'm going to send him a long stand of cupcakes saying get well soon at the game 10. Now, who's the dangerous team in the West Coast right now? And my thing is, I think Portland is hungry. They're the most hungriest Portland team. Hungry. I think Portland, Portland always been hungry. I think Portland's the most hungriest team with Damian Litter right now. But I want to see team. what the Pelicans going to do. I am too. But I think this young team in the in the in the doggone West this is gonna be, this, this gonna be the year, and I'm saying it again, and I always be right when I say this is gonna be the year of the underdogs. I think Portland gonna take it this year. Because Golden State can't take nothing this year because they on their own. I wouldn't be well, who knows, but they got uh the uh Russell. And that's just one. They still got Clay Clay. Clay Clay is hurt. So who you got? Steph Curry and who else? That's it. There's nobody in there that can do anything else with this team, though. You have nobody. We'll see. But on that note, thank y'all for tuning in. Wait a minute. We ain't done yet. I am he ain't going no damn way. He's still alive on his damn show. We got three more minutes left. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was for if y'all want to know where that came from. In case y'all didn't watch, in case y'all didn't listen to the first episode that we did today, he started it. Shut up. The topic was women. Don't need tell him. Let them go there and listen to. They got to I mean, but I can give them a little bit though. No, no, no. Let them go listen. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm gonna let them know something. You're spoiling it for because what the people they ain't want ain't listen to. Yeah, they don't want to listen to. Let, let, let them listen to all this. But they can go listen to it again. Okay, we're gonna hold the time. Go. But if they don't want to listen to it now, let them listen to it again tomorrow morning. Shoot, just, just, what, 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 what we supposed to be doing? Anyways, like I said, I think Portland gonna take it this year. Mm-hmm. I think Portland going to go to the conference championship game and lose in the conference championship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who it's going to be against, though, yet. I'm just waiting to see who it is. I know the damn show ain't going to be the Wizards coming out the East, though. Be surprised. I know damn sure the Wizards ain't coming out the East this year. You should be surprised. It's, it's the year of the underdogs. Watch what I'm telling you. I'm calling it out again. Da- I know damn well it ain't going to be I've been Wizards. right for the last three seasons already. Who what underdog took it last year? No, I said it's the year of the underdog. I didn't say take take. I don't know why. So yeah, the underdogs. Yeah, okay. Look at Denver last year. Look at uh, the uh, Grizzlies. The team that people didn't think that will get that far. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Anyways, everybody, thank y'all for listening to the show tonight. We've been on this show, doing this thing. I'm y'all host, Mark, aka. The- <sighs> I'm sleepy. Sit <So>, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank y'all for listening to the show tonight, y'all. We do appreciate it, though, man. This is Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. And your host, M. Love. We holler at you. We don't know who M. Love is, though, but we'll figure it out. M. Love, baby. We'll figure that out later, y'all. Yeah. This has been another episode <laughs> of The Real Sports Show. And we'll see y'all tomorrow. Tomorrow night. No, actually, we're here for y'all tomorrow morning. We are live in the den. See y'all. Peace.